three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. everybody thank you so much for listening this is the real pineapple this is your humble host hunter here hope you're all having a great evening i've got a review here for the latest uh, 20th century fox production of uh, ron's gone wrong which is directed by uh actually three different people which i was a little surprised to realize but it's directed by uh, Sarah Smith, John Philippe Vine, and Octavio E. Rodriguez. Um, uh, Jean uh, Philippe Vine. This is his second film that he's directed. Uh, he directed Shaun the Sheep back in 07, which I yeah, Shaun the Sheep is fucking wonderful. If you haven't seen that, uh, Sarah Smith is actually one of the writers on the film. She helped write Arthur Christmas and was a director on that, which, if you haven't seen Arthur Christmas, highly recommend. Um, Octavio E. Rodriguez, this is his first uh, film that he's uh, directed. And then, I, what was the other director I was missing? Uh, uh, oh, no, I already talked about Sarah Smith, so she was a writer as well. So here's the thing I'm going to say about this movie. I am very simple when it comes to my kids' films in one aspect. Any film that's going to really tell kids, hey, technology doesn't have to be the end-all, be-all. You should, you know, still actually, you know, talk to people (laughs) and actually have human connections. I appreciate a film addressing that shit, especially for children, and really letting kids know, like, hey, yeah, your phone's really cool, but wouldn't it be crazy? You can actually put your phone down. I know that's nuts, but you can. And I really appreciate where this film comes from because even seeing the trailers it's very much uh this company is very much apple i mean you could say google but just when i think about people on their iphones <laughs> i i think this is more ripping off uh, uh apple but the name of the company is called bubble and we go ahead and take uh follow this kid uh barney uh, padowski who's played by jack dylan grazer who you of course know from it uh, Don't Tell a Soul, which I haven't seen. Um, actually, no, I did see Don't Tell a Soul. If you haven't seen it, recommend it. It's a fun little flick. And, of course, from uh, Shazam. Uh, he's great in Shazam, of course, as well. But Barney is a very lonely kid. He is basically the one kid at his school that doesn't have one of these uh, one of these bubble bots. And uh, the technology of the bubble bots was created by Justice Jesse Smith, who voices Mark, and it was actually cool to have, <laughs> it was actually cool to have a, a brother going ahead and creating tech, you know, thank you for that, you of course know him from Detective Pikachu, uh, uh, you're gonna know him soon in, uh, because he was in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom as well, Paper Towns, name a few things, but the thing, the biggest compliment I can give this film is everyone as a voice actor really brought it. It didn't feel like anyone was phoning it in. I am very hit and miss on Ed Helms. He's one of those people that he can he can do something like Cedar Rapids, and I go, oh man, Cedar Rapids is great. 
but then you can do something like vacation. And so I, I was very concerned, but I thought Ed Helms did a great job with this. Uh, he goes ahead and voices Graham Podowski. He's a inventor who's very much hanging on by a thread, trying to go ahead and just have that one invention. And I, I really appreciate the fact that Barney is kind of trying to be his own person, but as most kids are his age, as most people are in general, he's just so unsure of himself and doesn't really know where to start. And the fact that everyone else has a bubble bot outside of him, he just feels fucking trapped. Like he can't talk to anyone. It's actually really sad. And they do a really good job of with this movie. I think of going, of letting kids know that it's okay to not be okay. Zach Galifianakis voices Ron, and of course, you know Zach Galifianakis from, you know, uh, from, I'll say, the Joker. <laughs> that, he does play Joker at one point, but you know him from the Lego Batman movie, of course, playing Joker. You know him from, uh, oh my gosh, why can't I think of anything? I cannot think of anything today. Uh, Baskets, you know him from that, which is a very underra- uh, underrated uh, and underappreciated show, which if you haven't watched, I recommend uh, known for Missy Link, but all that to say, Galifianakis has become a really incredible voice actor, and it didn't sound like him at all. Like, like when I looked up who it was, I was like, really? Oh, that was Galifianakis. Okay. Like, he does a really great job of hiding his voice, so it feels like he really is playing the character. He's not just being Zach Galifianakis, and the relationship that Ron and Barney end up forming is so genuinely pure and sweet. The big gimmick, of course, if you've seen the trailers, that Ron is broken. Basically, you find out that these uh, these uh, bubble bots are always connected to the what's called the bubble network or uh, iCloud. And <laughs> and when the movie kind of presents it, it's one of those things that I definitely laughed very hard because I went, "Wow, if you're always constantly connected to that." shit that is oh oh god where are they what are they doing and as the movie does go on and we figure out why ron is so special and what ron can actually do what's really funny is how quickly that script flips and the evil ceo is like oh i'll go ahead and i'll use everyone's bubble bot that's online to go ahead and try to spy on Barney and Ron, and you go, wow, that script flipped very quickly. And again, the movie is not being subtle in the sense where it talks about the evils of technology. But, and this is something I, I think that we need to have a discussion about. When you look at, and I won't go on a whole political rant, but I've talked about at length about Falcon and the Winter Soldier and about how people could not connect the giant fucking dots of, you know, Black Lives Matter to, oh my God, a black Captain America. And it's the reaction that people, that some people, some ignorant, dumbass people had about having a black Captain America, which is why we have movies like this where sometimes you need to fucking hammer the point home. And this movie really does hammer home the fact that, hey, technology is fucking awesome, but you need to be weary, weary of it too. Like, don't just depend on technology to do every fucking thing. And I actually appreciate that message again being told to kids because kids really need to need to hear that. 
uh, uh, not Ron. Uh, Barney is a big old dork. He has a rock hammer set. That's something he gets for his birthday, and he's he's fucking happy with it. He's like, oh, I get to play with rocks. Right the fuck on. When you find out why he's such a fan of rocks, it's actually really sad. I actually went, oh shit, okay, this movie's getting a little real. But the one person I haven't mentioned in the main cast yet, or the out of the main characters, is uh. Donka, who is Graham's uh, uh, mother, and Barney's, of course, grandma, who's voiced by Olivia Coleman. I don't recall Olivia Coleman doing any voice work. I, I feel like she has, and I say it out loud, but I don't recall anything that I can think of off the top of my head where she's done voice work, and she's she's just fucking wonderful. I, I It definitely sounds like Olivia Coleman at points, but for the most part, she really hides her voice. And the character that she's playing in Donka is so random and so, like, eccentric. It's very Tex Avery at points, too, in the way that these characters move. So it definitely has some, like, visual aesthetic that you go, oh, wow, that woke me up. Or, oh, like, I found that really interesting. I think the art and the animation on this, it's very... It's very cloudy for Chance of Meatballs, but I mean that as a compliment. It definitely has a storybook look to it. And it, it really, like, the, the animation really did have me very intrigued. They do a lot of stuff with Ron as his character design, because, let's be real, since Ron's a robot, the robot can do essentially whatever the fuck it wants and whatever you kind of need it to do. So when Ron kind of starts flipping out and doing, you know, some, some crazy shit, I went, Oh, I, I don't have a problem with this. I actually appreciate the fact the movie goes, we're just going to kind of go all balls out with this. Um, as far as complaints, this is like an hour 47. So it's just a hair under two hours. I personally, I really didn't feel the length on this at all. I thought this was so incredibly well paced. There are a couple points where I think it, it, I mean, where it does slow down a little bit, but not enough to take me out of the film at any point. The way that Ron ends up talking to Barney, the way, because Barney, since uh, Ron isn't connected to the cloud continuously, he has to go ahead and basically teach him about himself. He doesn't just know everything about Barney uh, like the other bubble bots do, the, the functioning ones do. Which, when you say that out loud, how fucking creepy is that? <laughs> that, a, like, that a piece of tech would just know everything about you like 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 that? That's that's creepy. So when Barney actually has to like teach Ron, I went, I was sitting there kind of laughing because I'm sitting there going, well... Yeah, it's like inconvenience that you have to teach this robot, but isn't it creepier that the robot would potentially just know fucking everything? But I digress. That whole sequence, and it's of course told through told through a montage, but the way Barney and Ron interact as far as becoming friends, it's so incredibly sweet. And when we kind of get to the end of of the film as far as what the film is trying to say, and it and the film does have several themes. Don't be, you know, so trusting of technology, you know, just because, you know, someone puts something about you on social media or you argued on social media doesn't I mean you can't be friends anymore. Like there are multiple themes in in this. 
um, swallowing your pride and just saying you're sorry. Like there, there are multiple points in this film where the film gets a little real. And I think for kids, especially, especially in that, like, I'd say like 10 to 13 year old age group. Cause this is something, you know, I watched this, uh, last week and, there are definitely some kids in there, but there are definitely like some, you know, 14, 15 year olds in there. And I, you know, I didn't see anyone really on their phones. Like people were actually paying attention to this. And as I was kind of hanging out in the lobby, I was hearing like, uh, I was hearing most of, uh, I was hearing like positive things. Not like, Oh, that was boring. Like people were actually digging what they saw. There is a sequence where, Barney ends up in the woods, and that sequence actually was incredibly intense. Uh, you'll know it when you see it. Uh, the other thing I will say, too, Barney, of course, ends up having a crush on this girl named Savannah, who's played by Kylie uh, Cottrell. I don't know who this is, uh, but she does a really good job of her voice acting. Oh, this is like her first... Oh, this is like her first... Uh, big role she's done some disney channel voices so hey right on but she does a really good job with this and her and barney's relationship when you kind of realize what happened it's it's actually really sad but it's a really good message for kids and the last thing i'll say last character i want to bring up real quick uh ricardo uh hurtado plays uh this guy named rich belcher who is a big you know He's a wannabe social media influencer, and he's done uh, he's done a couple things here and there. He was in School of Rock. Uh, he did a guest spot on the Mick. Not a whole lot of stuff, but he, him, and Barney's relationship is really interesting. And where the film lands on that was something I went. I love that. I love that you put this in here. And again, it's a really great message for kids. Kind of getting to the end of my final thoughts, I thought the climax of this movie, it does get a little silly. Like, even for an animated kids film, there there is some stuff I went, alright, I'm trying to give you some rope, but that's a little bit, that's stretching believability even for myself. But it's still something that I personally, I don't know when this comes out uh, available to buy, but I'll buy this. Like, this was such a pleasant surprise there is a whole gag or there's a couple gags of barney having to hide ron that gets so much into fun slapstick and just the way you can use animation for comedy i had a lot of fun with those sequences it was kind of like a like a like splinter cell but <laughs> but with this insane uh you know not functioning ro robot but yeah, I'm going to land... Oh, where do I want to land on this? I saw this at full price, and I did not feel ripped off, but I'm going to go... I'm going to go B-plus on this. I think a B-plus is fair for this. Um, this is definitely something I think kids will watch. This will be something that adults watch and go, man, I really enjoyed that. Uh, shout out to Henry Jackman, who, of course, you know, uh, who's done you know, scores for, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Captain America Civil War, uh, Extraction, um, to name a few, uh, 21 Bridges, uh, but music is great here, uh, it's a very inspirational soundtrack when it needs to be, uh, as far as the score, it's very somber when it needs to be, Jackman just hits every single note 
literally and figuratively that he needs to with the music. But yeah, absolutely enjoy this movie. B plus, it is well worth your time. But everyone, Ron's uh, Ron's gone crazy. What did you think of it? Um, let me know in the comments. You can follow yours truly. Uh, Ron's gone wrong. What am I talking about? I keep calling it Ron's gone crazy. And I don't know why. Ron's gone wrong. But everyone, what did you think of it? Let us know in the comments. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple and Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher and iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and TuneUp, to name a few spots at The Real Pineapple. You can follow me on Twitch. I will be hopping on this month at some point. I don't know what I'm streaming, but I'm streaming something. Damn it. You can follow me on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash jhunterrealpineapple. And don't forget to like both our Facebook pages at Real Pineapple Games and The Real Pineapple. Thank you so much again for listening. We'll have reviews up here soon for The Harder They Fall. Uh, what else? Uh, Dune. I need to watch Dune still. As well as uh, The French Dispatch and Red Notice. Uh, I'm excited to get to, to get, uh, get in on those. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Please stay safe out there. Get your COVID shot if you haven't yet. Please, for Pete's sake, uh, wear a mask, take care of each other, and we will talk to you soon.